Hello, welcome. I'm your host, Dan. Got any spoons? I had a very successful trip to Colorado to cross off a bucket list item. Yes, I made it to the Mecca, the Red Rocks Amphitheater, and I got to see the Indigo Girls, and I got to see Brandy Carlisle, and I got to see Allison Russell. Uh, it's not in the right order, but they were all phenomenal. And I had no idea what I was getting into, but thankfully I have a good friend and I humbled myself often uh, during this concert to make this happen. Uh, amphitheater is, is fairly self-explanatory, but somehow my brain turned off. My brain for this trip, this was the first trip without my husband, was I just need to get my medical stuff and take care of me. If I forget something, socks, underwear, shoes, clothes, I can get them there. I cannot replace anything medical, so I wanted to be like completely packed for that. Um, in my head, I had us being gone an extra day due to travel, um, and it turned out we did travel on a Friday, we did the concert on Saturday, and we traveled home on Sunday, which was fine, and I used my resources, and I was able to attend the majority of the concert, and I advocated for myself in that they were trying to, numerous ways, direct me towards regular parking when I knew darn well there was handicapped parking as well as a shuttle, and I needed those things. So uh, I didn't do anything on Saturday. It was just about resting, taking it easy, and not having any expectations. I talked with my friend because, you know, driving 10 hours in a car and then being in a hotel and at a concert with two headliners and a main event was going to be a lot. And I let her know that, you know, truly I was doing everything that I needed to do. She was offering help in every way she could. And I really felt like we had a good game plan uh, to have a successful night. And we did. I didn't get to listen to the headliner the entire time. Um, and that was a possibility that we had talked about. And it was okay because really it was the second group, the act, the uh, Indigo Girls that we were there for. And I was so proud of the way I packed. I had three individual travel size coolers. When I say travel size, the size that can be taken on airplanes, we have those. And I had the packs in them and I had the TPN and the fluid uh, in the cooler part. And then it's got some really great storage options. So I had the batteries and the tubes. And then on the top, they have this nice uh, storage area. And I had doled out all the different meds that I could take for that day. So each cooler had a day's worth of supplies in it. And then I brought my pillows. I brought my fan. Um, I had my clothes and then I had a laundry basket for the dirty clothes. I thought I was doing a okay. 
I'm not sure where that all got messed up, but it got messed up enough that I was in a panic um, because there's a medication that um, I take very infrequently due to its side effects and wanting to destroy my kidneys. But uh, this was the time. This was the proper time to use it, and I couldn't find it. And that kind of sent my mind into a tizzy, and my friend did help me. That's what great friends do. Um, So we found it. It was frustrating, but it wasn't the end of the world. It did not have eternal consequences. I didn't forget the med. I just forgot where I so cleverly organized it. And I suppose that's the difference. One of the differences about this trip is that normally those things would be organized by David, um, who has a little bit longer (laughs) memory span for certain things than I do. Um, There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of excitement just because we were in Colorado. We were at this venue that was amazing. The fact that we were seeing the girls for the 14th time and, um, you know, it was just, they had, played the night before, not the girls, but Brandy and the headliner. And the tickets were maybe (laughs) not even close. You could still get fourth row seats. We bought our tickets in October of 2021 and we were still in the 12th row. That was the best we could do, but it was a wonderful best. Um, So that is what happened there. The lesson is you can have the best laid plans of mice and men, and things will go astray. So you have to have contingency plans. I needed to have a little bit of flexibility. Um, I needed to make sure I kept the lines of communication open with my friend who is not my traditional, you know, traveling companion and kudos to her. She did really great. Um, and I did, and I can pat myself on the back for all the work that I did and um, coming home was not bad. The, the trip, actually, the road was easy. Um, Colorado could really invest in I-70 from the Kansas state line to Denver, and that might help a lot of people who deal with pain, but what do I know? They're just getting, you know, their special out-of-state revenue tax for anyone who wishes to partake in their state's specialty of mile highness. <laughs> this is a bit of an impromptu recording this morning because I had had discussions with friends and I made the decision that I would not have a Patreon account and I would take the episode that David and I did together and that was going to be my episode for the day. Uh, however, that is not an easy process or some it's somewhere in the process. I messed things up. Um, so I got lots of echo, lots of reverb and all the magic mastering in the world that Buzzsprout offers was not bringing that recording back to an audible that was able to be able to listen to. So, um, I believe that when my husband gets back from his business trip today, he will be able to help me, Um, And I'm taking a deep breath and remembering progress, not perfection. That episode exists. I just, I don't have the technical skills just yet to take care of that. And that's okay. And coming back yesterday, 
I rested. I was really proud of myself. Um, and my port um, got really itchy last night. And I looked and there was some moisture um, underneath in the dressing. So I had to take the needle out. That's the first sign that it is not, it's been compromised. And unfortunately, the um, bio pad was soaked and it was soaked with some yellow stuff, most likely an infection. So I'm also off this morning because I didn't have TPN. I haven't had my medicine because my port isn't accessed and that's the only way I've got to get it. I do have an appointment with the infusion company this morning. I am not running a fever, which is the first sign that will be like an automatic go to the hospital, do not collect $200, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I am happy that I got a couple hours of sleep. I am probably going to go back to bed for a little bit before they open. Um, But I have this dedication that I wanted to be up here and recording and talk to y'all and whether it's helpful or not, I don't know. I'm just, this is the space. This is the space to be safe and know that stuff happens. Nothing's perfect. I mean, we had a really, really great trip and it was dang near perfect and lots of memories and shenanigans and great music. So yeah, it was perfect in all the ways, even the imperfect ones, totally perfect. So let's talk about some ways that we can manage ourselves, our stress when things are not going as planned. <laughs> That's what's in my brain right now. Uh, at at the concert, at the hotel, I had a good friend and I had to take some deep breaths to know that I wasn't in my best form and I needed to take those breaths to calm down because you know when you're agitated, something's not where it's supposed to be and you get more frustrated. And then especially when you're not in your comfort zone, the frustration levels are going to go higher. So I literally sat on the bed and took these deep breaths in, kind of did a Zen moment. My friend said, how can I help you? And we made a plan. I had gone through the bags She was going to go through the bags. I was telling her what she was looking for. And sure enough, it was in the bag that I thought it was supposed to be in. It was just in a weird spot. Um, Last night, as I was doing my dose, and the port site was really itchy. And I was like, what's going on? And I checked it, and I saw the moisture. So I knew I was going to have to take it off. And I knew David wasn't here. I was hoping maybe I had gotten overheated at some point and not really taken notice, but the the uh, dressing was completely sealed down. And uh, that, so that was a good sign. Um, and then taking it out and seeing the bio patch. And I can't access myself, even if I cleaned up and I wanted to try again, that would be in the mirror. That would be a first time. And I would do that. If that had happened in Colorado, that definitely would have been on the docket because I had the access supplies. 
Um, and I've watched my husband, you know, do this many, many times. I'm sure it's different when it's your, when you're poking yourself, but this morning I'm very fuzzy, um, super bad pain, like behind my eyes and the migraines going and I'm like, okay, so we're going to lay down and rest. We're going to set our alarm. The infusion center opens at eight. Uh, it's Tuesday, so they shouldn't be too flooded. I could call ahead, let my infusion nurse know what's going on so that they can have a plan of action. My appointment's at 10. I could probably wait that long. And that's when they'll have to have the best time to deal with me anyway, because they've already set aside time. Um, they can evaluate my site. They can access my site. They can get the meds and fluids flowing that I'm going to need. And I can just do a, a straight infusion rather than um, through the pump. I can get those fluids in me. And I'll probably talk and think a lot better. Um, it amazes me how much we discount having a properly fed body also properly feeds our brain. And if you're not able to do that, your brain is not making the decisions that it should. So um, yes, some of these protocols are in place way before this particular um, incident happened. You know, what happens if, what do we do if? Yes, I spoke to my husband last night. Yes, he confirmed the game plan. He is fully aware on his business trip and he will hightail it home if I say I need him. But I am staying calm and I will be able to handle this with help from the infusion group and the rest of some of my, doc my doctors and it's going to be okay. How do I know it's going to be okay? Uh, we've, hit, we've hit the 15, almost hit the 15 minute mark. So I'm not sure what you're doing this morning to take care of you, but you can take a break and it'll be okay. And then come right back when you're ready to listen to the rest of the story. Okay, so part two. The concert was amazing. I've been waiting for a concert for two and a half years since COVID started and I had to tell you as I got closer, I got a little bit melancholy because it was going to be over and I was like, what's the next thing that I can use to dangle a carrot to keep going? And this morning's like today when the port isn't accessed, my head is throbbing, my husband's not here, the dogs think and are convinced there's a possum outside and just really want to attack that thing. Last week was also on the way, you know, to getting ready. I had a doctor's appointment and it was fairly demoralizing and upsetting. And the doctor acknowledged that there was a problem and decided, you know, typically there isn't a need for a surgical intervention at this point and then started listing all the options that one really should go through before they um, look at surgery. And 
the doctor listed A, I've done that. B, I've done that. C, I've done that. Well, that's only one opinion. You should get a second opinion. Yep. I got a second opinion and I got a third opinion. What else you got for me? And she questioned everything that I said I had done. Like, have you done this type of therapy? Yes. But did you focus on this area? Yeah. Yeah. I focused on this area. Okay. And so, um, one exam was not fun to the consultation afterwards was demoralizing because I'm telling her that I've already done everything a person does to try to fix this or minimize the effects of it. And I left the office with her telling me, I really don't feel like I helped you today. And that's because you didn't, lady, doctor, and talked with my therapist and I told her that this weekend I would be working on a letter of acceptance. Um, an acceptance that I am where I'm going to be. It's not a bad place. I got to go to a concert and I had the skills and the resources and the wherewithal to pull that off and have very minimal, um, I don't know what the word is, pushback or body freak out or, you know, consequences, painful consequences that actually was okay. I I did pretty damn good uh, on my own. I did pretty damn well. So sorry for that. Grammar. Uh, (laughs) it, It happens. So going into day, I'm putting my trust in medical people that I appreciate to do the evaluation. If it ends up that I lose this port and we have to do a pick line and we have to put, replace the port, which has happened now that I've had the port five years. I did have one for two years and this last one has been in for a little over two years and the interim time I had a tube, a J tube. So, um, I guess it's about due. A lot of people go through ports a little bit faster. So yay for me, I do pretty okay. Um, but I don't know if it'll be a fight. Most things are not given to the chronically ill freely or willingly. If you have a non-standard aid like a port and it gets infected the first thing they're going to say is see that's why you don't you shouldn't have a port we're going to pull it and you can make do without it and that's probably what kept me up last night and why I sound so fuzzy this morning I'm sleep deprived I'm nutrient deprived and my honey bunny is on a business trip So I will need to pull my stuff together and advocate and I'll hope for the best. I really will. There's no reason to hope for the best, to be quite honest. Um, White knuckling is a very refined skill in my life and I think lives of other chronically ill patients and as I think about my day, I'm getting sad because 
it's it's stuff that's played out before that's not great. And I guess if I look at it in the lens that helps, it's that, yep, it's going to suck. And then I'm going to have another podcast um, full of, of tips and tricks to advocate for oneself and navigate the um, medical situation when there's a difference of opinion on what may or may not be needed. Um, and at this point, I think it's just me saying this will continue. The interventional radiologist and I have had an interesting time. <laughs> Last time he uh, had to put in a pick line and I advocated because a spoonies, well, not just spoonies, but um, EDS people, we don't react well to anesthesia and, and particularly numbing medication. It just doesn't work. And uh, trigger warning, if you don't like to talk about medical stuff, um, when they were wheeling me in, I said, you know, you might want to knock me out. And they said, well, I've never had to knock anybody out to just to put in a pick line. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you haven't met me. And he's like, what makes you so special? I said, well, I have EDS. My veins are little itty bitty spider webs and are very frustrating. And the lidocaine doesn't work. Oh, the lidocaine will work. Are you allergic to it? Nope, I'm not allergic to lidocaine. It just doesn't work. My body doesn't metabolize it, respond to it the way it's supposed to. So, you know, they have you in, in the operating table. The one arm is extended. It's strapped down. They've got the lidocaine syringe in my hand, but I'm not pushing. <laughs> it's the nurse. And uh, it didn't work. And yeah, I was shaking. Yeah, I was gritting my teeth. I wasn't watching the camera. I didn't want to know where the lead was because if I felt something, I I just wanted it to be an honest feeling, not something that my body connected with the image that I was seeing. And that was happening. And he challenged me to say, I was just watching the video and I'm not. And he's challenging me that I'm not feeling the pain. I'm just feeling pressure and I'm not. And so he's like, put more lidocaine in. And I was shaking and I remember the doctor going, you know, stop shaking. And under my breath, I said, yeah, because that's the problem here. I told you to knock me out. This is everything I can feel. I can feel all of this. This isn't the way this is supposed to go, but you're too arrogant to listen to your patient because you've never had to put anybody under. Oh, yeah. And then let's give me crap because I don't have cancer. Well, the cancer patients, ports last forever for years and years and years. Having access 24-7 for TPN, you're just asking for trouble. Thank you for your opinion, interventional radiologist doctor. Now let's do what the other doctors ordered because they are going to put TPN in it despite your personal belief about whether or not I need it, whether or not this port's going to last. Um, yep, baggage. I got it. I get to deal with it today. And I'm scared. So I'm acknowledging that that stuff might happen. I am preparing myself to handle it with more grace possibly than I did last time. And knowing that everything's going to be okay. I've been here before. 
I've navigated it before. Everything turned out okay. So why should today be any different? It's a beautiful Tuesday in September. Um, everything's going to be fine. And this is going to be great. <laughs> and if you've listened this far, thank you. I will be sure to give you an update, let you know how today goes. And my husband will be home and he will be my tech support. And I will get that other episode up with him uh, sharing his thoughts on therapy. And if not, we'll just re-record it because that can be done. And um, I'll keep going. I just don't have much bearing power today, guys. And that's okay. That's one of those days. And I acknowledge it. And I'm going to keep going. You've probably like, and you said that already. Yep, that's another trick. You have to just keep repeating the positive. Do not let the negative swallow you down on the bad days. It will try. It is like a riptide. It wants to suck you down and drown you. Don't let it. Just keep going. Positive. Swimming. Get that air. Keep going. We're going to make it. We've got the skills. So we've got the plan, the pathway. A lot of times that is the stopping point. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. I have answers to all those questions for me, for today. I can manage this and I will. So this is going to be the end of this podcast. It is not yet 30 minutes but I think you all understand. You are not alone and you are loved. So hang in there, touch base. I'll probably put a second um, podcast up relatively quickly so you won't have to wait a whole week to know how things turned out. So be good to yourself. Maybe possibly challenge yourself to a tedious task for this Tuesday. I'm an alliteration junkie, by the way. And uh, all is well. Going to be okay. Mm -hmm.